0: Well, hello, and welcome back to another scary, scary edition of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth, and I got some skelly, skelly stuff for you today, boys and girls. Ha 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 All right, ma'am. How the hell is everybody? Sorry I'm doing this very late, but I had some uh, big-time family emergencies kind of come up this week. Didn't get a lot of time to record, but on the broader side, for two days straight, I've been in here researching stuff, getting stuff ready. So, nah, next week's going to be busy for me. I'm going to do uh, some back to back recordings, get everything. Um, I'm going to get everything, uh, a bunch of episodes put up because uh, um, it's a. Uh, podcast it's easy for me to do that because i'm not talking about most recent stuff i'm researching history basically so i got i'm gonna cram and uh get ahead of schedule so i can really focus on the uh four-year anniversary we got coming up episode 200 ladies and gents so i'm gonna do that so i can be back on schedule but sorry guys i had a family emergency come up last week and with the holidays and stuff, and yeah, it's just. But I'm glad everything's back to normal now. Monday's gonna start back to work. Kids are back in school. Woo woo! Everything's uh, back to schedule. So sorry for the miscon inconvenience again, guys. <coughs> but I want to tell you I have reached eight thousand downloads all time for this uh, podcast. So thank you very much. I'm over a hundred. Um, followers now on spotify and other places so y'all guys keep showing me love give me some more uh, four or five star reviews tell me what you think about the show i can take criticism if you think it sucks tell me if you don't tell me either way i just need some uh, i just need people to tell me how i'm doing because i mean i i mean i can't listen to myself and judge my own self you know that's not right i need y'all's opinion so give it to me please but i'm so ready for this year it's going to be exciting like i said 200th episode coming up four years doing this so glad you guys are uh, here with me i'm getting uh my video editing figured out so i can get my uh stuff on um on uh youtube caught up uh yeah so go check me out there too my numbers there are getting good too so just keep it up, guys. Keep showing me love. And like I said, if you guys have something um, scary to talk about, tell me. And we'll talk about it on the show. I'll research it or whatever. So appreciate it, guys. Love you bunches. But today, I'm just going back to the old script of just finding stuff. So, yeah, I got a bunch of... I'm. I, what I did, you know, one day at work, because we can watch stuff on our phones while we work. I watched YouTube of scary places from, you know, them YouTube short videos where they're like 10, 15 minutes long and they talk about town or places that are haunted and a little bit of the history. I was jotting down notes for that. So I got a lot of good stuff coming up. I'm just going back to just doing whatever. So, hey, hey, hey. It'll be great. So. Anyways, with that, guys, um, yeah. And thank you for listening from around the world, too. I want to thank my uh, people from uh, around the world to listen, not just here in the States and here in Texas, but from around the world, thank you very much, man. Don't forget, go check out their Facebook page, Ghost Stories Told from the South. All right, guys, you know the routine, man. It's time to tell some scary stories. We got stuff today. Uh... I'm to be covering Alabama today, so it'll be ought to be it ought to be great show and it will be a good show. Alright, you know the routine, guys. Get you a nice warm blanket. Snuggle by the fire. Get you some hot coffee or some tea or cocoa. Whatever you want there, laddie cakes. And you guys get ready for some scary, scary stories. woo <laughs> All right, our first place we're going to talk about is Chihuahua, Alabama. An old ghost town. Chihuahua was once the capital of Alabama and situated at the confluence of the uh, Chihuahua and Alabama rivers. As a uh, captivating history filled with tales of past and airy paranormal activity. Abandoned after the Civil War, the town's desert buildings, slave bur- slave burial grounds and myst- mysterious cemeteries have become the stage for the ghost tours and stories of the supernatural. Among the numerous legends, one story stands out stands out. The haunting of Connell C.C. Picus his former house. The uh, article Deville dives into the history of Chihuahua and explores the famous tales of Pecus, of the Pecus Ghost, and sheds light on all on alter the drawers and curious visitors to that draws visitors to its unique site every day. All right, here's a brief brief history of Chihuahua. Chihuahua, Chihuahua. Chihuahua. I hope I'm fucking that name up, and I'm sorry. Chihuahua was founded in 1819. It was Alabama's first capital. It's strategic, strategic, it, Can't even hardly say that. I'm tongue-tied as a mother, mother lover. Anyways, it's well placed location along the Chahaba and Alabama rivers. Make it a viral, make it a a virtual a virtual center for trade and commerce. So basically, this town was formed where these three rivers uh, met, I believe, is what it's saying. And that became a main place for uh, trading and stuff going up and down the river. So, Okay, where are we at? The town flourished during the antebellum era, boasting impressive mansions, blustering markets, and, vibrant, and a vibrant community. However, the Civil War dealt a devastating blow to the Chihuahua's property. As the conflict escalated, the town became a vocal point for union forces, leading to its uh, eventual decline and abandonment. Here's a ghost here are ghostly encounters and hauntings and haunting legends. After the fall of Chihuahua, in the town's once grand buildings fell into disrepair, or disrepair, and nature reclaimed the land. Over the years, numerous ghost stories and accounts of paranormal experiences have emerged, capturing the emerging the immigration of those with a penchant for the uh, supernatural. The legend of the Pecos ghost. Perhaps the most famous of all the tale of the tale, tale of a Pecus ghost. Connell. Connell C C Pekins, or Pecus was a prominent figure in Chihuahua during the Civil War, known for his military powers or prow- prowess and elegant mansion. Tragically, he was killed in battle leaving his mansion in mourning soon after his death visitors to the house became reporting strange phenomenon a looming floating orb appearing in the mansion's former grand maze as the story spread the phantom became synonymous with connell Conal Pecus, with connell Pecus's spirit and it became known as the Pacus ghost the luminous orb witnesses described the orb as a glowing ethereal light that appeared to move gracefully through a wind through the windy pass of the garden maze some accounts claim it admitted it admitted a soft soothing glow while others spoke on the air er- otherworldly Luminous through many, through many tried to debunk the sighting as mere tricks of the light and collective uh, imagery. The numerous testimonies from reliable sources give critics to the extents of the supernatural tourism in the supernatural bathomus's whatever uh, over the time the legends uh, the legend of Chihuahua and the Pecos ghost have attracted tourists history buffs and paranormal eth- enthusiasts alike the town's ghost tour ghost tours have gained popularity taking visitors on a intriguing intriguing, journey through Chihuahua's haunted past. Tour guides recall curious explorers with stories of unexplained sounds, ghostly apparitions, and eerie encounters that have occurred at the site of the uh, Colonel Pecos Mansion and other haunted locations within the abandoned town. Chihuahua, Alabama, once a thriving capital, now lies abandoned and in ruin almost. But I mean, there's still a lot of buildings there, offering a glimpse into the state's history in the mystery world of the uh, supernatural. The legend of the Pecos ghost continues to intrigue and captivate visitors jarring them to explore the ghostly remains of a once-bustling error. Well, that place sounds pretty cool. Yeah, the research I did on it, I thought it sounded pretty cool. I liked it. Oh, Chiwana Maka, Mika, Laka. All right, let's get ready for our next story. All right, our next story... Is the Boyington Oak in Alabama? This is the legend or the story about this uh, oak tree. Mobile is the most haunted city in Alabama. From the very moment Europeans set foot on our soil in 19 or in 1699, they were frightened by the place. But one story that occurred in 1834 is perhaps the most bizarre story in Mobile's history. A story that includes friendship, a love story, murder, execution, and a tree. What do all these things have in common? One man, Charles Boyington. Charles Boyington was a young printer vagabond, vagabond and gambler in his late teens who arrived in mobile from connecticut seeking uh prosperity during the cotton boom of the 1830s charles lived in a boarding house with a man and fellow co-worker named nathaniel forest or nathaniel frost the two of them went to went to dances and balls trying to fit in with the high society of the 1830s uh, mobile mobile one evening charles met a woman named rose D- rose de fleur and the two quickly fell in love rose was wealthy and her father did not approve of her daughter courting a poor man who worked for the uh, mobile Chron- chronicle the newspaper is what he worked for, Charles would write her poetry and would think about roles all day, so much that it cost him his job. The two became inseparable. In the meantime, Boynton would care for his friend Nathaniel while he was suffering through a bout of tuberculosis. Frost would help Boynton with his rent in return. One afternoon of May tenth, nineteen of eighteen thirty-four, Boyington and Frost went for a walk. Mobilians reportedly reportedly saw them go, go together near the Church Street. Oh, go near Church Street graveyard. Boyington was alone when he returned to his home around three thirty. Several others asked where Frost was. Somewhere, I'm in a hurry. I cannot uh, wait for him. Boyington was on his way to the River Warvey's. He made a stop at the general store to buy a pair of pistols, a dagger, and other items. At 8 p.m., he boarded the James Monroe bound for Montgomery. As the sun came up the next morning, locals were uh, were, uh, were awakened to see the body of Nathaniel Frost hanging from a tree, covered in gashes and blood. Mobilians were stunned. The papers declared a murderer, and the uh, mayor offered a $250 reward for the uh, supposed killer. Boyington was the obvious suspect. Offers raced on horseback to catch the steamship on the Alabama River. Officers found Boyington in the ladies' room studying the hand of a man playing cards when the officers arrested him for murder. Boyington was brought back to Mobile and taken to the city jail. Kill him, draw uh, drawn him into the river. Oh, kill him and, dr- and drown him in the river. Hang him to a uh, lamppost to the next tree. A quick trial was uh, Charles, having very incompetent lawyers, found that Boyington was guilty of the murder of, Nash, of the Nathaniel Frost. His, he was sentenced to death. His execution, the same as Frost, hanging in a brutal fashion, Boyington was uh, sure of his innocence and believed a pardon was in his fu- uh, future but the pardon never came the gallows allowed him his death boyington declared from his gallows i'm innocent i'm innocent but when i can do but what i can do when i am buried oh when i am buried an oak tree with a hundred roots will grow out of my grave to prove my innocence boyington eventually breathed his last breath and was uh, and was burred off Bayou Avenue in downtown Mobile, where today, as he promised, the Boyington Oak still stands. That's weird. The guy said he was innocent, and then a tree would grow in his uh, spot where his grave was. That's pretty freaking creepy to me. That's Man, that's a good story, too. I like stories like that. That's pretty groovy right there. I'll tell you. I like that a lot. All right. Let's get ready for our next story. All right. Our next story is the Bear Creek Swamp in Alabama. Mysterious booms, flooding orbs of light, ghostly apparitions of long ago warriors, a distraught. Phantom mother wandering the mist-covered realm in search for her missing child. It's all in a day's or night's work for Agatuga County's Bear Creek Swamp, located between Pratt—excuse me, Prattville—and. Agatoga, Agatogaville. The bog is best selected by Highway 14, the county's main east and west corridor. The wetland has long been the source of legends of legend of legends of haunts, spirits, and other worldly going on goings on. Generations of local teens. Have tested their mental, their have tested their fear by attempting to spend a night in the swamp. Few, even um, few, <coughs> few even among the most interrupted, have made it until daybreak. Nope, nope, nope. Kyle Hall of Prattville said. Recently, when asked if she would like to return to her teenage roots and explore the swamp, she's 34 now. I went out there with a bunch of friends when I was like 16, she said. We called out for the woman looking for her baby three times like we were supposed to. It was quiet, and then we heard loud splash and the scream. I jumped in my car and took off, and I never looked back. I don't even like driving to Agatogaville because you have to go through the swamp. The story goes that this woman has been distant to destined to roam the swamps looking for her lost child. Virgin, versions vary, but uh, but one story goes that the child drowned. Another is that the affordable mentioned warriors made off with the uh, child. Basically they're saying another uh, story is that Indians warriors ran off with the uh, child. It is unknown it was a boy If and it's unknown if it was a boy or a girl. But what is known is this. If you go to the swamp in the dead of night and repeat, I have your baby three times in, session, in sessions the Wrath Woman will attack you. Now we're going to talk about noises, sights, and smells. Some of the reports from these swamps can be explained easily enough. Reports of booms, for instance, have gone back decades. Many of these spectacularly include inclined in the uh, 1980s and And back just chalked it up. Chalked it up to. Back then, they just chalked it up to moonshine steels going off. Now it's likely meth labs. (laughs) That's fucked up, but funny. The non believers, they say. Or it could be as simple as lawnmowers blowing beaver dams. You know, when they. Lawnmowers hit on them, and boom! You know, the source of the uh, splashes that play a role in so many reports are just a, as likely to be beavers wicking their flat tails on the water as they, a as they way to express alarm. But logic has never taken root in the tails of the swamp. County Road 3 runs straight as an arrow shot through a portion of the uh, swamp. Some say if you stop in the middle of the road and turn off your vehicle and wait, you can see lights begin begin to flicker far out in the marsh. Wait even longer, the orbs begin to come towards you. Mini-18 has reported a mysterious dead battery are other difficulty in starting the motor in the uh, effort to hightail it out of out of there the car also turns over the engine also catches at the last second giving the potential victims a chance to escape long before the white settlers made it here even before the creeks settled the land the region was inhabited by the alabua one of the oldest tribes in the area alabamua huh. okay tribes in this area it is their warriors that are said to walk the night among the uh trails in the in the woods don't go alone scott barnes is a native at 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 Attacaw County. He has grown up now married with two young children of his own. He considers himself a a level-headed and not one to give criticism to tall tales, but he too spent time in the swamps as a youngster, daring his buddies to venture out past the bonfire's ring of light. He hunts land that edges up to the swamp. It's easy enough to brush it all off when it is daylight and you're in town, he said. But there are times when I'm out there hunting, walking the land, or walking to the stand early in the morning, out there in the dark when you uh, wonder. Let's just say uh, I'm glad to see the sun come up. Now we're going to talk about the doll's heads. As if the tales and legends need any help. A probable practical joke almost 10 years ago added another chapter to these swamp stories. In November of 2014, duties with the... Atuga County Sheriff's Office received 21 dolls or recovered 21 dolls from the swamp. They were impaled on bamboo stakes and planted throughout the swamp where they were visible from the dirt road or from dirt road 3. Some of the dolls' heads were painted stark white. Needless to say... Their presence created quite the uh, commu- uh, communication on social media. Sheriff Joe Sid Sindinger was an uh, investigator with the office then. Someone decided it would be a be best to paddle out in a canoe and retrieve the dolls. No one ever took credit for placing the. Uh, for uh, placing the uh, dolls there. They are still in the evidence room to this day. By the way, the owners can come and claim them any time," he said. Uh, all, all they have to do is tell us why they put them out there, the sheriff said. Deputies on patrol often run across people in the area from time to time. He said... The businesses usually sees a spike around Halloween, so if you're around there, go check that place out f- for me. That place sounds pretty creepy too, man. Pretty creepy. The swamps of Alabama. I didn't know there was a tribe there called Alab. What was it? Alaboute or Bume or I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know that though. There was a tribe there called that. Alright, ladies and gents, let's get on with our next story. Alright, let's get ready for our next story. We're gonna talk about the Sweetwater Mansion. How sweet. Uh, the Sweetwater Mansion, also known as the Governor also known as the Governor Robert Peyton House, is located in Florence, Alabama. And is a historic plantation home designed by General John Brahan. The house is almost two hundred years old and has a haunted re- re- repertory to prove it. Sightings of sightings of entities and unexplained events have plagued the house for over a century. With one evolving an apparition of a phantom casting with a ghostly uh, corpse inside. Or ghostly corpse inside. Looking to experience the hauntings of America for yourself? Check out... Oh, never mind, I ain't reading that. Here we go, here's the history of the general and his mansion. John Brahan was a veteran of the War of 1812 and owned more than 4,000 acres of land in eastern Latterdale Latterdale County in Alabama. That's just over 3,000 football fields. The eight-room home was built of bricks that, that were manufactured on the backs of Sweetwater Creek, which lay just below the house, Sweetwater Mansion got its name from the from its creek and it was first occupied by Brahan's son-in-law Robert M. Patton, a post-civil War governor of Alabama, who completed building the beautiful mansion in eighteen thirty five the home was later listed on the National Registry of Historical Places in 1976 due to its historical nature and importance place in Alabama history. The mansion's basement, once served as a Civil War makeshift hospital, was a, was even a county jail at one point in history. Weirder Still construction started in the basement in 1828 and in in its dang under-dwelling where the Sweetwater Mansion Mystery Room is located. Where the rest of the mansion's rooms are normally built have a known purpose and and a way to enter them, the mysterious room gives no answer to these questions it has no entry and it cannot it, it can only be seen through one exterior window what was its room used for it remains a mystery it seems as if as if the entire mansion was a was mysterious of its own with reports of hauntings and hauntings that were spanning for, spanning for decades Huh. All right. The specters of Sweetwater Mansion. Several different hauntings have been reported over the years at Sweetwater Mansion. We'll dive into each of them below. The phantom casket. One report had, one report come one report that has come out of Sweetwater came from a caretaker of the home. She reportedly came downstairs only to see a casket appear out of nowhere. Inside the casket was the... Sorry. Sorry about that. That was my bad. God. Was the body of a man in a Confederate Army garb. She had no idea who this man was but discovered that he may have been one of the general's sons who perished during the american civil war this would make sense as the funeral was held in sweet in sweetwater mansion there's also the the belief that both of the general's sons are buried in the floor of the mystery room never to leave the property it is also said that when billy one of the uh, peyton's sons died His mother, Jan Patton, was too distraught and destroyed over over her son's death that she did not want to bury him. She instead kept his corpse in the now-called mystery room, in the basement. Doors are said to lock behind female visitors and staff members, leaving them afraid and unable to get out of its place believed that it that this could be the ghost of Billy playing tricks on women. Others believe he does it for more for a more sinister purpose. One of the earliest caretakers, Mrs. Emmett Letty Regan, got locked in a room which caused her to only be able to work and stay in stay in a few of the rooms that she left 100% comfortable in. Stories have surfaced about an apparition of a man dressed in a Confederate uniform patrolling the front outside area of the property. Other occurrences within the home include doors moving by themselves, as well as a large ceiling tiles being ripped from the ceiling and then thrown across the room. Other times, these sounds of children giggles have been heard, even if there are no children present at the home. Perhaps most of the hauntings at Sweetwater Mansion are due to its tenure as a field hospital and makeshift jail. Or maybe that strange occurrences are are by Bill, the Confederate son who passed away in the war and is still haunting the place. Whatever the reason, maybe Sweetwater Mansion has lured guests from all across the country with this southern charm, and even more so with its ghostly energy. Ooh. All right, man, I hope you all enjoyed that today. Like I said, sorry I was late. I had some uh, stuff come up, but hopefully uh, everything's fine now. And uh, like I said, holidays are over. Get back to the norm. I hope you enjoyed the show today. I want to say thank you guys for uh, listening to the show and sorry I'm late. But uh, please don't hate me for it. But we'll, guys, see you later. Have a good one. And don't get too scared tonight. <laughs> All right, guys. Y'all have a good one. See you next Saturday. Or, yeah. See you Saturday. Have a good one, man. Bye.